welcome everybody to the first episode of the Intramural Champs podcast. My name is Eric, and uh, I'm very excited to start this. So I guess we'll just go around and have everyone introduce themselves, and then we'll get into the business. Well, I'm Cole. Um, I like taking Jorge's money and sports gambling, and um, I'm really into sports, so kind of why I'm here. Next. Hi, I'm Jorge. I like taking Cole's money every now and then, especially in football. And love every type of sport except golf. And I'm here to just have a good time and shoot around about sports. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I'm Eric. I don't have any money to give to anybody, so I don't bet. But I love sports. I am very bad at playing sports, but I love watching them. We're all professional uh, sports watchers. Yeah. That's why we're intramural champs. We were only good in intramural sports in college. Indeed. Uh, so I guess we'll start on our first topic for today, which is NFL, which is very fitting because we're recording on a Sunday. So I guess where we'll start is we'll just kind of talk about who we like this year. Like who you have a crush on to, to win the Super Bowl or who you like? I mean, we can do both. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't like the Packers, but Aaron Rodgers is pretty cute. He's always the cutest guy in football. Oh, yeah. I like his commercials that he does with uh, Patrick Mahomes for State Farm. Two yeah, I'm sorry they replaced you in those commercials from Jake from State Farm, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. It kind of hit the pocketbook a little bit hard. But other than that, it was a lot of stress off my shoulders. It's okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and start with the NFC North so we don't have any battles right here and then. We'll leave the NFC East for the last one. Who do we got in the North, gentlemen? I got Packers. Yeah, I've got the Packers too. I think we all agree that the Packers are going to win. And, you know, I, I always generally think the Packers are overrated, but I still have them winning up there. I just – I. I can't see Minnesota doing anything really productive after their last two runs at the Super Bowl. That they really kind of proved themselves. Kirk Cousins will be a spare, probably starting his spare career this year. So, Packers for sure. Yeah, and I don't think the Bears really have what it takes to compete, especially if you're starting two quarterbacks. Well, you're <laughs> starting as Mitchell Trubisky, and then you got Nick Foles at backup. Their defense still looks pretty crisp, but I really don't yeah. see them making any noise. They might go yeah. seven and nine. Yeah, I don't think the Bears' offense has what it takes to really stand up to the Packers. Granted, I don't think the Packers are going to go far into the playoffs, but they're at least going to get their division. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we all seem to have the same consensus there. Yeah. So we'll save the NFC East for one of our last ones because it's going to be highly contested between the four, uh, three of us. Sorry, I was including Craig. He's not. A, he doesn't actually count. Um. All right, which, uh, which one do y'all want to do next? Let's go with an AFC team. Let's go with our beloved AFC East. The AFC East? Yeah. Yes. I've, I've got Bills. You know, I've got, I've got the Bills too, but we'll get to the wild cards. I don't think the Patriots are out of it by any means. No, definitely not. I, nope. I like what I see with Cam Newton up there, but I don't know if everyone else around him is going to – you know, be able to stand up. I think the Bills are pretty solid, especially coming from last year. They looked pretty good last week. Their defense has improved too. That's for defense sure. Defense looks pretty good. 
I agree with that. Uh, I think Bills are going to be able to take the AFC East. But like I said, uh, wild card's a different story, which I think, I agree with you, Cole, the Pats aren't out of it at all. All right, so what do you want to do now, AFC South? The uh, AFC South or NFC? Uh, I guess since we're on AFC, uh, y'all just want to do all the AFCs or all the NFCs at one point, that way we don't get confused. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> you can definitely tell this is the first time doing a podcast. Um, AFC South, who do y'all have? AFC South. I'm going to go with the Texans in this one. Yeah, I do too. I've got the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, you're going with old Phillip Rivers. Yeah, you better believe I'm a Phillip Rivers homer. I I definitely think that there's some potential there with him. Their offense is but... pretty stacked, too. They still have uh, T.Y. Hilton. Um, who's their running back again? Marlon Mack. He's not bad. Marlon Mack isn't bad at all. No? I, their line's I've all right. Definitely got the, I've got the Colts for a wild card spot, but I think the Texans are going to take, take the conference. I just don't like betting on... I don't like betting on clowns. And Bill O'Brien's a clown. He is a clown, but I don't know. I mean, they looked a little shaky last week, but of course they were playing the Kansas City Chiefs and yeah, the Kansas true. City. You know, they're just coming off of a Super Bowl, and for the most part, their team is unchanged. So they didn't look any different than they did last season. So I'm interested to see how they do this week, but I, I'm still going for the Texans on that one. I think yeah, I think it'll be down to the very last game between Texans and Colts. They'll probably end up with similar records. One of them going to wild card position. Hey, y'all don't sleep on the Titans either. No, oh, they, at all. The flying thumbtacks. <laughs> they can get their kicking situation under control. Yeah, which I think I think they will. I mean, their kicker was one of the best ones in the league, and I mean, he only got signed like ten days before that game or something like that. So. Yeah, he lost me five dollars. Sure did. Spread. <laughs> what a good game! I, I remember I was watching the game, and uh, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Matthew Barry or someone else in you know in sports, and they and they didn't say much about the game the whole time Monday, and they're like, "Oh, they made they covered the spread," and I was like, "Oh man, Cole's gonna be pissed." I was mad, <laughs> very mad. I stayed up until like one in the morning watching it. I slept real good knowing that Drew Locke was going to get me a nice little comfortable lead. Nonetheless, I got a little help from the Tennessee kickers. Steven I'll tell you what, For allowing me to win week one against Mr. Pelon. I'll tell you what. I I don't really like the, the Broncos' chances this year, but their young quarterback, I think he's got some potential. He definitely I plays agree. like he's a young quarterback, but he's also, I don't know, I'm impressed with him. Broncos have a very young team. They have, they especially their skill players. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think the past three drafts drafted either wide receivers or tight ends within the first or second round. So they got a pretty young core there, young young little quarterback. So they may make some noise in four years. Yeah, I think it definitely hurts their chances. That um, I guess we'll just jump to the AFC West because we're already talking about them. Well, Eric, yeah. I know I know you're going to pick the Broncos because you because of Trey and Jeffrey. <laughs> no, I've got the Chiefs, dog. Yeah, there's no way the Chiefs are losing that yeah. division. Oh, Chiefs Chiefs are locked in. It's a little bit of a homer pick because uh, I'm a huge Tech fan, but, I mean, you, you just can't bet against Patrick Williams right now. 
Hey, you don't have to apologize for being a homer. You're talking to uh, one of the guys here is uh, from Philadelphia and likes Philly teams and for some reason likes the Celtics. You can't be more of a homer than that. Oh, Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, going back to the Broncos, I, I really think that Von Miller not being in, I mean, I, I think it's probably going to be the whole season, or at least most of it. That definitely hurts their chances. Do not count out the Raiders. Raiders are going to make some noise with my boy Gruden. They were saying that two years ago. Gonna make I some like, noise. We got like everything together. I, not, I, like I don't like Derek Carr. I I do not like the Raiders. I I really don't like a whole lot of what they got going on. Just I I just don't see it working super well. Josh Jacobs is gonna be a great running back in this league. I will say that. Yeah, but their quarterback's Derek Carr. Yeah, now they can use a little work on their quarterback. If he spent more time on the field and less in the Bible study, I think it'd be a, at least a little bit different. <laughs> and they got Henry Ruggs the third. He's he's great, good rookie. But I mean, who else you got? Hunter Renfro. Hey, they've got Jason Witten as a tight end. <laughs> he's the best tight end in the league. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me wrong. I'm a Cowboys homer, and I love Jason Witten. But I mean, dog, you should have just taken the hit. I honestly, I mean, this is sort of off topic, but I I really wish that he had to come back last year. To be honest with you. Yeah, me I too. Think that, I think that really kind of tarnished his uh his reputation a little bit. And I get it. I, if you're a football player, that's what you want to do. But it's it really, in the head. Yeah. And, I mean, he didn't work out in the broadcast booth for sure. He did not. So but he, we, we can all agree that he's a stand-up guy more than anything. Oh, good. He, yeah, 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 he is a stand-up guy. And he'll, he'll probably be a coach, no doubt, when he, when he gets out, at least, you know, a tight ends coach or something, but I don't know. I think the whole thing, and when he went to the Raiders, I was kind of relieved because we didn't have to worry about him playing for us, but I also hate to see him play for anyone else. Okay. Dave um, North. I think this is an easy one for all of us. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And more. I'll have there you know, I know one of the receivers on the Baltimore Ravens. You happen to know one of the receivers. James Prochet, he's their very last string at wide receiver, too. I tutored him at SMU. He was very nice. Oh, we've got a little celebrity sighting right here. Yes, we do. I'm a spare, and this is the closest thing I've all come to meeting a celebrity besides uh, serving Tyler Sagan drinks and uh, meeting Drake <laughs> Belt. Yeah, I'll got the Ravens. That's a no-brainer. Yep. I know I know how much you love Baker Mayfield, Cole, but... uh. I don't think they're going to beat out the Ravens this year. Eric, you're projecting. You're the one that likes Cleveland. You're the one that likes the Browns. I have so many things. You lost that Baker paper off your truck. I definitely jinxed the game. Don't get me wrong. So the the Bengals and Browns game was way better than I thought it was going to be, and I was already very excited about it just because I hate Baker Mayfield so much. But it was really good. But I definitely jinxed it very early in the game. I uh, I tweeted something disparaging about Baker Mayfield after Joe Burrow got his first touchdown, and uh, that was kind of like one of the last nice things that happened. And uh, I definitely think it was my fault. I I agree with you there. Whenever I take out my frustration or aggression out on social media, it ends up biting me right in the ass. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of learned to keep my mouth shut, especially when it comes to gambling. Yeah, like when you say Kimba's going to cl- come in clutch uh, in game six in the second overtime. You don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me, man. 
We, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, we got we got a whole section for NBA later. Uh, so okay, we've already done NFC North. Let's move to NFC West. Ooh, it's gonna be an interesting. I think there's gonna be a very interesting uh, division. Yeah, the most interesting division in football, probably. Yeah, I mean, most of the other ones got at least one or two lame ducks that just you know aren't gonna do anything. But I don't know, you know. I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to get it, but I think they're going to make some noise this year. I think they'll definitely make some noise within their own division. Yeah, they'll they'll probably get seven wins. Yeah, I I think they're going to do better than last year for sure. Um, You know, I'm not an OU fan, but I do like Kyler Murray. Eric, as you know, I hate I hate Cliff Kingsbury, so I'm hoping they fail. But I think they'll go seven and nine. That's pretty successful for them. You know, I love, that I, love is. I love, uh, I like to call Coach Kingberry, Kingsbury uh, Coach Daddy. So we already know how I feel about him. Um, I can't wait till he's coaching at UTEP in two years. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or UNT. Oh, yeah. I believe in the uh, Mean Green. Yeah, you do. I know you do. Um, I've got Seahawks for the West. I, I think. I think, you know, some of the other teams are going to make some noise and it's going to be interesting to watch that, but I think ultimately the Seahawks got it. I agree with you. Yep, Seahawks. Yeah, I figured we'd probably all agree on that one. Um, I think the 49ers have the same uh, same gas they had in the tank from last year. No, they definitely do not. And I, mean, I think they're still going to do pretty well, but I, I think that... uh. Yeah, I think that Super Bowl loss kind of took the wind out of their sails a little bit. Yeah, really did. All right, NFC South. I know New who Orleans. you got, George. I know who George got. NFC South, my Bucks are going back to glory. The Bucks are going to implode. Oh, in all seriousness, I do think that the Bucks aren't going to have the season that everyone's projecting to have. Brady's not looking too good. He's showing off his age, so. I, I'm still going to go with New Orleans on that. Yeah, I'm going New Orleans. I I'm not counting out the Bucks yet for making you know doing decent this year. I honestly I do think they'll probably get a wild card spot, but I think so too. Um, I think that you know Tom Brady does look a little old, but I think a lot of his issues last week weren't just him. I think it was uh, his receivers and just there wasn't that relationship built up like he had in New England. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I his agree. numbers weren't that bad last year, honestly. Yeah. They weren't, like, as bad as everybody was saying they were. But he is looking old. He's looking slower than normal. He Yes, he is. He looks helpless I, I, <laughs> when he tries to run now. He used to be able to avoid danger sometimes, but he looked a little helpless last week. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see how it's going to be in the coming weeks, but I, I think he, he'll probably have a better week this week. Because you know that he tore into those, uh, it tore into the rest of the team. Was like, hey, y'all need to step it up. But yeah, well, speaking of that, I really up. need you guys to sign my petition. I already have it up on my social media. We need to get Gronk out of football. How many more brain cells does that guy need to lose before he gets it? <laughs> that dude's. Oh my god! We're yes. definitely gonna have to bleep that one out. Oh my god! But yeah, no, <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> I love Grok, but I think, yeah, I don't know why. I was surprised when he came back in because he left because he didn't want to get more injured. And now he's just going to get more destroyed. 
I've always yeah, thought. He... Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if, if even just broadcasting in general, he just looked like he was out of it ninety-five percent of the time, and the other five percent, he was just smashing footballs randomly. So, well, yeah, because he was stoned the entire time that he was not playing. I mean, he was he joined some. Uh... I don't know if it was CBD or some THC therapy company or whatever, but uh, he was like, oh, yeah, this is what helps me recover after my games. It's like, dog, you're not even playing games anymore. Sounds like our dear friend uh, Justin Poli trying to do a THC rehabilitation. Oh, go ahead, Cole. Sorry. I was just going to say, uh, Gronk definitely looks like he's spaced out all the time. I agree with Jorge. It looks like he's lost a lot of brain cells. And when I think of dirty player... I definitely think of Gronk with all the cheap shots he's taken in the past, like a couple of years ago, whenever he went for the lower back of that guy on the Bills after the play was done. And, you know, I don't think it's malicious. I think it's just because he's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> well, I, you know, I remember back to uh, even when we played intramural, uh, you know, flag football at McMurray. Sometimes when you're in the zone, you just turn into an animal and you just shut your brain off. And, yeah. Uh, I think that's what a lot of these these bad plays are. Granted, and I know I am a Cowboys homer, but then you got people like Ramsey on the on the Rams last week who kind of flailed there at the end against Michael Gallup. That was, yeah. you know, just going to the zone. That was intentional, but yeah, that's a little off topic. W- one more thing on the NFC South. What do y'all think about uh, Bridgewater at the Panthers? I like the Panthers, man. I don't think they're gonna like they they might get a wild card spot. They're not my top pick, but. I don't know. They look like they're a pretty good team. I know they lost yeah. last week, but they kept up with the Raiders. Um, I don't know. Like, I I guess I just like them. What about y'all? I I think I like them too, but I don't know if they're gonna do anything this year. I okay. So just to clarify, they're I don't like their coach, but he's a good coach. But he was oh, yeah, he was he was the he was the one that was at Baylor, and um. You know he coached really well, but he—he he, I don't know—he looks kind of just like a fat crybaby to me, and I really just don't—I don't like him. And it's probably just because he beat Tech every time we played him, but <laughs> I, I, but he's a really good coach, so I, I think they're gonna do well there. I like Bridgewater there as QB a lot. I think he deserves you know his time as a starter. It's gonna be—it's gonna be interesting to see how that develops over the next couple of years. But I, I think they've got some. Well, and then you've got Christian McCaffrey, which, I mean, that's self-explanatory. And, I mean, Justin Polize a real homer. He says they're going to go 10-6. and six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's I can see that. He's unrealistic there. Yeah, I don't, yeah, know, they, about, I don't, I don't they, know about 10-6. and six, but. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, with the Panthers, I don't know. Like I said, Christian McCaffrey's doing great, as always. Bridgewater didn't look too bad last week. I think I think that's going to be one of those other uh, divisions that's going to be very interesting, probably down to the last two games. I mean, yeah, they play the Chargers next week. I can see them getting that win. Uh, I think they could beat Tampa Bay at home, not this week, but the next time they play. They play the Cardinals. I think, honestly, they might be able to win. Their defense is better. Uh, they'll get at least one win against the Falcons this year. Um, their schedule is not too tough. Except, Well, they do play the Chiefs, so that's going to suck. But they play the Lions, the Vikings, Broncos, Packers, Washington football team, and uh, the Saints. Twice, obviously. Yeah, that, they're going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, I, I don't even think I have them for a wild card spot. But yeah. I can see them after this year 
And of course, this year's kind of a weird one anyway because training camp was like mainly walkthroughs. I think I don't think they did a whole lot of contact stuff at least the first couple of weeks. So obviously, everyone's going to look a little rusty coming out of the gate. It's going to be weird to kind of get some of the the relationships in the field with your team, you know, as a new quarterback and a new system and everything. So, but I I, I see some good things coming from them the next couple of years. Um, All right. So that leaves the last division, correct? Yep, NFC East. Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yep. Eight and Cowboys. eight, we win it. It's going to come down it's gonna be like every year. It's going to be down to the last two games, especially the last game. I think I think it's going to be Eagles or Cowboys, and whoever doesn't get it is going to be in the, in the wild card for the NFC. I think you're probably right. But Eagles I'm still, and Cowboys. I'm still going game. Cowboys. I'm still going Cowboys 100%. I honestly was more now. I'm a homer. But I'm trying to look at it objectively. I was still more impressed with the Cowboys' performance last week than I was the Eagles. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Eagles just look like complete dog shit. But yeah, y'all's line looks like dog shit too. We're getting one of our linemen back this week. We're getting our running back this week. We're gonna get back get our get our act together. At least try. Now, I will say, I am concerned about some of the Cowboys' injuries. I think. Especially, you know, we lost a couple of big guys last week, uh, mainly uh, Leighton Vanderesh. That was a very concerning one. But we also yeah, played, yeah. like, most of last year. I don't know. Was it most of last year or half of last year without him? I don't know. Yeah, I believe Leighton Vanderesh going to become the next Sean Lee. Yeah, yeah that's basically. what Eric and I were saying. He's Sean Lee 2.0. <laughs> yeah, I love, that's basically what he's looking. I, I love Sean Lee, but, I mean – Especially with, with Vanderesh, he he hasn't been healthy the entire time we've had him, and I mean he came in as a rookie, so like he's great when he's healthy, but he's not healthy very often. Um, how Stacy feel know, about that, Jorge? What I said? How Stacy feel about that? Vanderesh, she oh she really likes her her white players, so she she wasn't too happy <laughs> about Lane Vanderesh. And we got Blake Jarwin, our tight end. Who I was really excited about. He's out for the season with an That's ACL. That's right. That's a real bummer. Oh, and I just got a notification. Tyron Smith is ruled out versus the Falcons today. That Damn it, it's going to be like two years ago when we were on that bender, Jorge, and they lost, and you came over, and Sean was there. Was that going to be two years ago? Three years ago, my bad. Well, that's it's right. It's like that game now. They're going to lose. It's going to be rough. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our, my memory. I remember when, now. When our line is healthy, we're we do really great. And I don't know is a uh, their tackle coming in. I, God, what's his name? I'm blanking on it. We had a rookie in for him last week, who actually was a tech Texas Tech kid. But I was not happy about having a a rookie lineman starting last week. But anyway, yeah, I think it's really. I, I'm still going Cowboys because I think we've got so much talent. And I think we're going to see a lot of, once Lamb gets a couple of uh, games under his belt, I think we're going to see him shoot off in between Gallup, Lamb, and Coop. I think we're going to see some good things happen from our receiving core this year. But if we don't have a good line, you know, it really yeah. doesn't make any difference. The, the Cowboys schedule is much much easier than the Eagles schedule. I will say that. 
Well, it's the old Cowboys trick, Jorge. I've noticed this in the last 10 years. They play like dog shit whenever they get a hard schedule, and then they get tested the next season, play like actual tough uh, teams, and they go 8-8 eight and eight or 7-9, and nine, miss it, and then they get another bad schedule, and the cycle repeats to where every other year they go to the NFC Divisional round and lose. Yeah, that's kind of how it works for the last decade. The teams, except the Giants and Eagles. Yeah. I uh, I will say I'm very interested to see how uh, some coaching corrections have happened this week with Mike McCarthy and the staff. So I'm hopeful from a coaching standpoint that hopefully it'll be a little different. But well, at least we got the clapper out. Mitch Russell made a joke last week, and he said, Cole, don't you think it'd be great if we played – the Rams tonight, and we came out swinging with the Jason Garrett offense. They don't know what to expect, and he was being facetious, but it became reality. <laughs> so it's Mitch's fault. Mitch, Mitch guessed it, man. That's why I don't like Kellen Moore. It's like he learned too much from the clapper. You know, the clap. he, there's a, I think there was one or two games last week early on where he just kind of let loose and kind of did his own thing, and it was great. But, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. And, I mean, if he can move away from some of that, you know, I I think we're going to be in a much better spot. Because he's smart. He When he actually wants to do his own thing, he can do it. But, yeah, last week I was, I was not super impressed. But I was impressed with the players, but not the coaching. Yeah. That seems to be a common thing with the Cowboys. But, yeah, ultimately I'm taking the Cowboys. It's a home pick. But I really do think it. I don't think Washington necessarily has it in them. I no, Giants, Giants definitely Washington don't have Red it in Skins them. Are top of the division. It's twenty twenty for you. Yeah, I do like Riverboat Ron though. Me too. You gotta love him. You have. You gotta love him. And I, you know, they they kind of impressed me last week too. So that'll be something interesting to see. But I don't expect anything from the Giants. Oh, sorry. Send my condolences to Hayden already, Cole. Yeah, Hayden's a little upset about last week, man. I would be too. It. Once they once they signed uh, Jason Garrett to run their offense, I was like, yeah, that's dumb. Hey, he might develop Danny Dimes though, because as I've said to you before, Eric, Jason Garrett is Cliff, a poor man's Cliff Kingsbury, or vice versa, because they're great at developing quarterbacks, but you know that they weren't true. very good at the head coaching level. That is true. I can't say for Cliff at the NFL level, but they mirror each other in that way. That is very true. I think I'll develop Danny Dimes into a pretty uh, a good subpar quarterback. Yeah, Hayden said he's going to be the next Hall of Famer, but you know how that goes with that Hall of Fives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what are our picks for this week, gentlemen? Six games. The spread. I'll just go ahead and say them right now. I got Philly minus one and a half. I think they'll beat out the Rams. They're going to win by three. Pittsburgh minus six and a half. Minnesota, I think they're going to come in. I chose them for the plus three and a half. Carolina against my Bucks, so even though it hurts. Carolina plus eight and a half. Detroit, we all agree with this, and I sympathize with Eric. Got him plus six, and Baltimore plus minus seven and a half. Houston doesn't have what it takes to beat him. Wow, you really had you really had those thought out, man. What the picks? Yeah, like you came out swinging. Yeah, I haven't oh. even looked at it yet, so that's. I'm pretty impressed. I, I pretty well agree with you though on most of those. Well, boys, I gotta say, hmm, these are some tough spreads today, man. Like awesome. yeah. I remember looking at this, and I was like, "There's a lot of stuff I don't like here." Um, a lot of stay away games in here. Lots. Like I like Detroit. I like Detroit plus six. I agree with you there. 
but then again, you know, Aaron Rodgers really really carved up Minnesota last week, and their defense is much better than uh than the Lions. And then Mitchell Trubisky looked like Aaron Rodgers against the Lions last week. So that is true. It may come. It could be a, a classic Detroit move down to the last second. We'll see. May, may see another Rodgers Hail Mary. Well, I like Baltimore minus seven and a half. I know that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, George on on three, and I think Cole will probably go on these two. Lions plus six, Pittsburgh minus six and a half, and Baltimore, like you just said. I like those I three. I don't know if you boys know this, but whenever you get the most inflated numbers with the NFL, uh, I think this goes for most sports, but especially the NFL, uh, you're going to get your most inflated lines in week one and two. After that, it's like pretty part of the course. They kind of level out like they're more accurate. So you get yeah. some bigger spreads. So that's why I was like, damn, I don't like this. Yeah, I've noticed that for sure. This These past two seasons that – been on the gambling benders. I've noticed that weeks one and two are pretty close. The giant, you, you like the Bears minus five and a half? Bears minus five and a half? No. I thought that's what you said, man. Oh, no. I didn't. I, that was one of my stay away games. It's one of your stay away games, huh? I don't, know. I, don't know G -man. I don't know about that. Even though it's minus five and a half, I don't know. You just never know with the Giants. What do you, what do y'all think about the Tennessee Jaguars? That's going to be a really good game. Yeah, that's spread. That's a lot of points. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I I don't hate it as much as some of the other ones, but I don't know. Seven and a half seems like a lot. I thought the eight and a half spread for the Carolina Tampa game was a lot. That's a yeah. whole lot, man. Like that's I'm tempted to take that, but I'm staying away. I'm just staying away. That's fair. Yeah. I I got Carolina eight and a half. I think it'll be a five point three point game. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with you on that one. That one's probably the most intriguing one to me. Yeah, like if I if I were gonna bet money on it, it'd bite me in the ass. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Carolina on that one. You know, I love home dogs, but the Vegas the the Vegas that's hard to say. The Vegas Raiders being plus five and a half at home. I still don't like that. Wow, plus five and a half at home. Yeah. Saints. I think the Saints are going to be throw a wrecking ball into that little Vegas dream of theirs. Yeah, they're going to be cooking, man. All right, I'm doing this because I'm a homer or because I'm a hater. Taking Washington plus uh, plus seven and a half. That's a lot of points right there against two bad teams. Well, the Cardinals are better, but two iffy teams. Just to go against George, uh, I'm going to take LA plus one and a half. Oof, they covered exactly last week. I'm taking that too, Eric. That's a good bet. Okay, okay. And then uh, I need one more, guys. I don't know. I wasn't sure about the New England-Seattle game either. I don't know. I thought, you know, it's, I guess the whole Super Bowl thing. But it's no, not the same without Brady there. So I just I, – I don't know. I think Seattle will win by that by more than four. So that was one of my stay I think so too. Yeah, I'm staying away from that one. I took the Patriots plus four. You know I took why? the Patriots plus four? Why? The 12th man's not going to be there, boys. That is true. Oh. oh, that's a very good well, point. And you know, I did like I did like Cam there a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, he didn't look too bad last week. Granted, it was the Dolphins, but still, I mean, the Dolphins didn't look terrible either for the most part. Well, actually, no, that's not true. They they looked not as terrible as I thought they would, but they still didn't look great. This match is going to do his thing. All right, boys. Just a final final summary for my part. I got mine in. Rams plus one and a half, Pack minus six, Washington plus seven and a half, 
Buffalo minus five and a half. Baltimore minus seven and a half. New England plus four. Okay, I'll give you my final ones. Lions plus six. Pittsburgh minus six and a half. Baltimore minus seven and a half. Carolina plus eight and a half. Los Angeles Rams plus one and a half. And Buffalo minus five and a half. The last one was hard, but I Buffalo was the one that I liked the most <laughs> out of the ones I had left. So Buffalo playing again? Uh Buffalo's gonna be playing the Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's that'll be a, a nice it's a guaranteed pick right there, probably. Yeah, I think so too. Cool. Y'all wanna talk some basketball? Oh yes. What NCAA women's? <laughs> Can we just give a huge shout out to AJ Wilson? For her MVP, what a valiant effort on her behalf in the Las Vegas Ace. You know, get pretty. I hate to backtrack, but we never picked our wild card picks. Oh, oh yeah. Good Lord, we forgot that. We have three options this year. Yes, we do. I Eric, forgot about that. Y'all want to start NFC? Because I'm excited to make an announcement for Eric. I think Eric might agree. Eric, you got the okay. Lions? Because I do. You know, I do too. Yes! That's not just a homer pick. That's a. I really do think they got something there. It's Matt Patricia's on the hot seat, man. I would love for him to be gone, but uh, he's a piece I, of shit. Yeah, I really Patricia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not a stand-up guy. <laughs> he's NFC, not a stand-up guy. No, not at all. He doesn't look like it either. He was accused of rape. Yeah, I'm not surprised. If I was a woman, I wouldn't want to sleep with him either. Looks like you live in the woods. Yeah, he really does. Most people that live in the woods aren't that fat, man. <laughs> <laughs> My NFC wildcard either got Eagles, Cowboys, Bucks, and 49ers. Not Detroit for me. I don't think they'll be able to stick it out. I'm I'm with you on 49ers and Bucks, but uh, I'm choosing Lions over Cowboys and Eagles, <laughs> depending on whoever doesn't win the division. Who, who are your other two, Cole, for NFC? The other two I got? See, I got the 49ers. I don't think they're going to go very far. But their team's more or less the same as last year. They just lost Emmanuel Sanders, however. Um, other wild card spot? Probably going to be Tampa. I figured we'd probably agree on those two. All right, what about AFC? What do y'all got for those? This is going to be interesting. Patriots are one of them for me. Yeah, I've got, got Titans. And I got Titans, too. Patriots. You like those Steel Boys, huh? I think they're going to make a push this year. It'll be uh, Big Ben's final season, making a push. I've got uh, Titans, Colts, and I've got New England. I didn't have New England until last week when I saw how Cam was playing. And I, I really thought they were going to try to tank this year. But I, I don't know. I think they're going to try to prove themselves a little bit. So I've got New England in there, too. The Raiders may make a little sneak in this year. I think they will. I'm, I'm just going to put the Raiders out there. If one of those teams isn't in, Raiders are going to be sneaking in there. Yeah, that could happen. That very well could happen. All right, let's get to some basketball. Yeah. So let's just start off and talk about how great the bubble is. It is probably some of the most exciting basketball I've seen in a long time. The... uh and this kind of goes for all of the the bubbles. And I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I, I definitely told Abby. But um, 
and Cole, you'll, I think you'll sort of understand what I'm saying here. So, you know when you go to church camp, it's really, really easy to be a Christian and be all uh, connected with God and everything, and you feel like you've got your whole spiritual life together when you're at camp, and then you leave, and you're like, oh, wait, what? Are you, what? It just goes back <laughs> yes. to normal. Yes. I, because, like, when you're at church camp, it's all, you know, you're doing God stuff all day, all night and everything. It's kind of like that, but for basketball or hockey or whatever your bubble is, you go there and all you're doing is basketball. You don't have your family there. You don't have your friends there. You're just working out. You're doing practice. You're doing games, you're playing a game like every other day. And so like, it, oh. is, it is like, it is just basketball. And so we've had some really awesome stuff going on there. It's a pretty good analogy, Eric. I'll give you that, that one. <laughs> that's, that's a very astute observation, young man. Thank yeah. You. But I, I've just, I've loved it. I, you know, I think it's been really cool. I, I haven't been able to watch as much because football's went on, and so I've been prioritizing that. But I love it. It's been really great. Yeah, I do miss, really, I miss having games every day. Yeah, I miss, awesome. I, miss having the, I miss having the games every day. But I think this is the best basketball I've seen in years. I mean, we were used to Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, basically the same teams playing against each other every year. Basketball started to get a little mundane within those three years. Don't get me wrong. It was still competitive. Props to the Warriors. Props to LeBron carrying his team as always. But I think the league is in a really good place, I think, for the next couple of years because you have so much young talent. And you have so much unpredictable talent too that I mean, look at the Miami Heat. No one, no one expected them to be where they're at right now. And they're scrappy. Finals. Hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. Bill Simmons predicted this. Oh, oh, I apologize. But yeah, the we're general, not all, we're not all basketball savants like Bill Bill Simmons is, though. Yeah, Bill Simmons here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I you're, think right, you're right, George. I I, yeah. I really think this kind of broke up some of that, you know, mundane uh, basketball. And I mean, they they also just set themselves up for. I mean, they they've done the best out of all the coronavirus responses for sports. They did absolutely the best. Yep, and, and with the littlest time possible. Yeah, and I mean, they were playing games every day for like several weeks. And so they just had all sorts of attention. And I, I don't know. I think they did great. I don't think they could have done any better. I agree. And I mean, there were some really cool, like there's just been some really great moments throughout the whole playoffs. Like you had the crazy Luca buzzer beater, that game against the Clippers. Obviously I'm a homer. So that one sticks out to me, but that was awesome. Um, there's that block yeah. the other day in the Celtics game. Oh my God. Breaker, but I wasn't even mad. That was such a beautiful play. Beautiful play. I keep going back and watching it every time it pops up on Twitter, and I just that's unreal. Have you seen the sideline point of view or the uh, side court or whatever you call it? Uh, court, yeah, side I, saw, I saw that one last night. Yeah, that that makes it even more spectacular. Oh, what a great defense! I props to Bam. Is it me? Does Bam look like a re- a young Dwight Howard in his prime with Orlando? And he's playing like it too. I don't know. He he. I feel like he resembles him a little bit. What do you guys think? I see that. You know, I didn't watch enough of Dwight Howard's uh, film or footage back then to to really know. I couldn't tell you. I, even just even just looks wise, they kind of look similar. 
Yeah, that's really what I was going. I didn't really. I I'm gonna be honest. I don't really like Dwight Howard. Howard, uh, just from looks. Yeah, I definitely see it. I mean, I like yeah. Dwight. I I don't like Dwight Howard, but I really want the Lakers to go to the finals. I'm a secret oh. closeted Lakers homer. Yeah. Kind of like I'm a Yankees homer. Ah, oh, here we go. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. I hate Boston sports. My cousin and I uh, both agree. My, my cousin does not like Bubba. Does not like the Yankees by any means. But he, him, and I both agree on this. Boston sports are dog shit. We hate Boston sports fans. I think it's Sam Perone. And you know the Yankees at least have won a lot, and they can back up. Like they can walk the walk. I'm not a fan by any means, but when the Yankees are good, it's good for baseball. That's fair. When the Celtics I, uh, are good, it's good for basketball. Seventeen. You're right. I, I, you know, I. I'm obviously biased about Boston sports because my wife's whole family is from Boston, the Boston area at least. Um, so like, I'm a little bit of a homer with that. I also just really don't like New York teams in general. I think yeah. the only New York team that I have a little bit of a soft spot for is like the Mets, and that's not even like I don't like them. I just don't hate them because I hate them. Definitely not because I hate them. I had a lot of. Uh, I had a lot of Mets fans, friends that were uh, when I was in New Jersey, but uh, they were always the ones that were reasonable. They were like, yeah, we suck, but you know what? It's our team. And I was like, see, at least you're honest with yourself. Okay. Sorry. I just had to go off on that just because I thought of it, but um, back to basketball. Um, I, you know, I already, I want the Lakers and Celtics in the, in the finals. I think I've already said that. Um, oh yeah. But I also would be totally fine with any combination of I, – I really think the Lakers and the Heat would be really cool. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I think a Heat-Denver matchup would be pretty cool too. Yeah. Even though we expected that would be, be some good basketball right there. I will say I don't think I would like the Nuggets and Celtics as much. Ah. But uh, I, 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 Lakers and Heat – or Lakers and Celtics. I would I'd love either one of those. Lakers and Celtics for me too. I want that I want that 10-year rematch. I'm a super fan of Jimmy Butler, so I want him to be playing against the uh against the LeBrons. That'd be great. That would be really really fun to watch. Would Jimmy Butler be if they lost. You know, I don't even know who could cover LeBron. I guess maybe I was going to say Bam, but no, Jay Crowder would probably cover LeBron. Yeah, Crowder is actually a—he's actually a better than average defense player. I think he, I think he could somewhat cover LeBron, but he'd eventually outsmart Jay. But it would be still be a good defensive matchup. Yeah, it's gonna—it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But uh, I'm all about it. I love this this bubble basketball, and I think I'm gonna miss it when we go back to normal. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. very impressed with the the NBA playoffs. Have been really fun. And I haven't always been the biggest basketball guy, but in the last couple of years, I've really gotten into it between college basketball and uh, and just seeing the Mavericks play. But yeah, it's, I, I, I was obsessively watching every game I could. I don't know if it's just because I was like didn't have sports for a couple months or or what, but I, I'm just I love basketball right now. It's been really good play. Also, I have, I have a, I kind of have a general question. I, when I think of Jimmy Butler, I mean Jimmy Butler's kind of been bouncing around the league a little bit. That doesn't take away from his uh, from his skill. Obviously, we know he's a great player. But I've been thinking so. Regardless of what happens, whether they go to the finals, 
where they lose win in the finals, where they lose to the Celtics. Is Jimmy staying in Miami? I think he is. I think he found his nice place. I think he fits perfectly there. I Unless something just wild happens, I don't see him leaving for a little bit. I mean, that's like, it's cool to see him have like his own spot, you know? I think the only way he leaves is if he's traded, but he probably has a pretty big no trade clause. So I think y'all are right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to stay. I think they'd be stupid to trade him. Unless yeah, there's some, some really crazy deal, but. Hashtag Philly. God. Yeah, he played with two egos uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Yeah, the third one was just kind of chaotic. Yeah, I really don't like Joel Embiid anymore. I used to really like him a lot, but he's really immature. Like, he could be a lot better if he was, like, a little more mature and, like, put his head there. But he's, like, I don't know. It's, like, he's kind of like a boy. I didn't like, like his that makes when he said that he was the best player in the league. I said, you didn't have to say that. You you don't, you don't know that's not right. And something that my grandfather and I observed is, like, okay, so you say you're the best player in the league. Why, why'd you get swept by the Celtics? Why couldn't you carry your team if you're so good? Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think generally as a rule, like, the best players don't have to say it. Like, they just show exactly. it. Like, Kawhi doesn't say anything. That's true. But, you know, there's players like LeBron who he's not afraid to tell you that he thinks he's one of the best. And, you know, that's fine, but he also backs it up. Joel Embiid saying that, it's just stupid. He could be. Yeah. He could be one of the best ones if he actually, like, took care of himself and – wasn't being lazy about it, but yeah, he just oh, watching them in the playoffs this year was just rough, especially that last series. Yeah, I agree. The Celtics really took care of them. Oh yeah, Celtics looked good last or not last night, a couple of nights ago. Or no, that was last night. My bad. Um, yeah. What Smart, Kimba, Brown, and they all put up twenty something points, right? One other player. Yeah, they- I mean, they're they're six and one when when their backcourt scores twenty uh, twenty or more. They're six and zero, six and one, should I say? Well, now seven and one. But yeah, I mean, the, the only time they lost was the uh, the game two against the Heat. And, yeah, and then I mean, having Gordon Hayward back, he came off the bench. He 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 did a little bit of production. His defense is pretty good, I think. But he's obviously a skilled offensive player more than he is defensively. Yeah. Celtics, I think the Celtics will win next game, too. And it's going to be a close series. Yeah, it it's going to be a fun one to watch, too. Anthony Davis looked like a man on a mission the other night, on Friday night. My God. Oh, yeah, he's monster mode right there. I yeah, agree. like, he showed why he was all NBA, man. He had 37, he had 37 points and 10 rebounds. He's putting on monster stats. I mean, I think, I think that was a perfect fit for him to be in L.A., even though I hate the Lakers, it fits perfectly there. I have a hard time believing that anyone can stop him once they go to the finals. Yeah. I, Regardless of who the matchup is, yeah, that's fair. No one's going to stop him, and no one can stop LeBron, I don't think. I don't think Jason Tatum can stop LeBron, and I don't think Jay Crowder can stop LeBron. Yeah, I think having the both of them just be so – just, I mean, they're monsters when they got it turned on. And their backcourt's yeah. not as good as the Celtics or the Heat. It's still pretty good, though. I mean, I know they're a bunch of like spare veterans and Alex Caruso, but I don't hey, know. Hey, don't like... you don't you besmirch the name of Bald Mamba? <laughs> he Danny is... Green, if he's on and he's clutch, like he can be just as competitive as most backcourts. Shot guard, and then R- Rajon Rondo. Playoff Rondo's not half bad. He's been playing pretty well this uh, well the last series in particular, but this postseason. <laughs> 
since yeah. he's been back. Yeah, playoff run has been going. I think if Denver wants to have a shot of not going of not losing four one, they need to they need to zone up a bit and double up on either Anthony Davis and shift up with LeBron or or vice versa. Because man, man defense isn't going to cut it. They have to go to a one two two zone for me if they want to close them out on the post or on the or on the perimeter. This is a this is backtracking a little bit, but I I just have to say it. I am so glad that the Clippers lost to the Nuggets. Oh yeah. Yeah, I me too. Hate the Clippers. I, had... I was kind of looking forward to a LA LA matchup, but no, nah, I was happy to see them lose against Denver, especially in that style. Three one yeah. management. Shh, get out of here. Well, and they just had this whole like attitude about them the entire playoffs about how they were the this best team and they were going to be a championship team. And I think Bill Simmons and uh, some of his guys on his podcast said it best, but like. They're acting like they just come off a championship when only one of their players had. <laughs> like they had Kawhi, you know that's that that definitely means something. But like they just had this attitude about them, how they thought they were the best, but they were totally unproven. And they played like you know they were dirty the entire time, especially against the Mavericks. And I'm a homer, but I also think it's hilarious that uh they were calling a Paul George playoff P. Yeah. Oh my god, I think that's so funny. And I I forget who I heard say it, but someone called a pandemic P. And I thought that was way <laughs> funnier. <laughs> pandemic P. I think it was someone on Bill Simmons' podcast was like, he doesn't look like playoff P, he looks like pandemic P. I was just like, God, that's so funny. But yeah, I, I would have loved to see the Lakers and the Clippers play each other and the Lakers just smash them, but I mean this is just so much sweeter than that. But yeah, I, I'm glad that they they got knocked out for sure, and I think Denver really deserved it. I mean, they they played really well that series to come back from that. I really liked um, when they're interviewing Jokic in the post game. I think it was uh, they're after Game Seven of the last series against the Clippers. Were like, you know, you've come down, come back from three one in two series. I mean, no one's ever done that before. What's your secret? And he's like, we have nothing to lose. We're just having fun. I think that's one of the best answers I've heard. So really, I mean, what, what do they have to lose? No one really expected Denver to make it that far, let alone come back from 3-1 twice. Yeah. So they really have nothing to lose right now. Yeah, it, honestly, they, it's been awesome seeing them play. I love him. And he's just fun to watch. Yes. Ah, you know, Jokic beautiful player. Jokic also said after uh, game six, Whenever they won, I think uh, it, it was just one sentence. He summed it up pretty well. Like, how do you feel about the next game? It's like, I don't really feel much. Like, they're in the driver's seat. I think they should be worried. Yeah. <laughs> very, Nicola, uh, that's a very Eastern European approach there. Yeah, you know, I like that picture of Jokic with the cigarettes and the, and the uh, skull cap. It always reminds <laughs> me of – that does remind me of you, Jorge. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, that's one of my favorite pictures, too. That does take me back to our good old intramural days as the infamous Steel Reserves. We put up a good fight against everyone. Yeah, that yeah. was really dumb in retrospect, but that was funny. We lived up to our name. I remember so, uh, there was a couple of those games for the, the basketball games where I came in and I was a, I was assistant coach on the side dressed up in a suit. That was fun. That, yeah. yeah. After I figured out I couldn't play very well, that's what I did. And then we had Joaquin. <laughs> we, had the, we had the photo still. The the funniest part about the whole deal was like I think we implemented like some fake play names, and so we would just <laughs> yeah. yell, we would just yeah, we yell really vulgar things from the side. 
Loot, loot was my favorite play. Enough reminiscing about the old days. Let's uh, let's talk about some hockey, specifically the Stanley Cup Finals. How exciting is it that the Dallas Stars are in the are in the finals? You know, it's pretty special. Dallas usually sucks at all their sports in my lifetime, except for the Mavericks in 2011 and the Rangers flopping two years in a row. So, looks pretty fully, special. It's it's great. I'm fully prepared to be disappointed, like I am with every other Dallas sports team. And uh, like the Rangers did back in the day when they made the World Series, I thought we were going to win it, and every time we lost. But this year, I'm just I'm hopeful, but I'm not expecting anything, and I'm hoping that that will pay off. But I mean, we looked really, really good last night. I don't yeah. know if I saw the game. Good game. And you know, Tampa Bay kind of plays similarly to uh, Vegas, just like a lot of bullying, like yeah, very physical, very aggressive. Um, kind of wants to dominate the rink, and uh, I don't know. It seems like Dallas has, this has like been there, done that. The fact it was four one also was great. And you're right, yeah. Joel Pavelski or Pavelski or not Alexander Radulov looks like Jake Kemp without teeth. Okay, let me <laughs> just say I have never been more proud of myself than when you told me that one of the jokes I told you made it on the ticket crow line. Yeah, Jorge, I was just... on the ticket on Friday. Oh, wow. I, uh, went, I went and listened to it last line? night. He's on bad radio on the crow line. It was a 12 to 3. What joke was it or what, what was the bit? Um, I can give you this number and you can call it anytime you have a sports joke and say it, but uh, you call in a voicemail and they edit all the voicemails at the end of the week on Friday and they piece them together into like one long uh, thread. And I just said, is it just me or does... Uh, Jake Kemp looked like Alexander Radulov without, uh, but with teeth. And I said, "Fuck you, Jake." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you pictures of both of them, George, so that you can see. Okay. But yeah, I I said that to Cole the other day, and then he uh he texted me on Friday, and was like, "Hey, I made it on the ticket." I was like, "That's great." And then he told me what he said, and I was like, "Oh my god, one of my jokes made it." You gotta call in, Eric. That could have been you. I know. I'm going to start doing it now. I, I've called in before, for sure. But, uh, oh, come on. I think, Work with I think me. Stars, I honestly think the Stars are going to take this series. I, I'm re- I'm rooting for them, obviously. I like the Stars as my second team. Um, I like that. I like their power play killing a lot. And they've they played against some rough teams that have some pretty good power plays, but they've been... <laughs> I can see that. Oh, I just got those pictures. That, that is a pretty good joke. Yeah, I was just I was watching uh, Monday night when they I think it was Monday night when they when they clinched their way into the uh, into the finals and I was like man and every time I see him I think that but it, it just really finally clicked the other day and I was like I gotta tell Cole but I think you're right I think the stars well number one I think Tampa's kind of beat up a little bit this year especially yeah. right now I mean they didn't get nearly as much rest as we did so that that definitely helps out and you could see it in game one. <laughs> But, um, I mean, to your point, Cole, I, I think you're right. I think we can kind of use the same strategy we used against Vegas because I do kind of play similarly. You can stop – basically, you can stop Kucherov and Hedman. That's that's the series right there. Those two are the main – I mean, between the two of them, they got like, what, I think like 40-something, almost 50 points in the in the whole bubble. So if you stop, if yeah. you stop those two monsters from Tampa – Offense is basically just disappears. You can't really rely on Braden Point. Um, Dallas just has a lot of 
lot of goons here and there. I mean, I, I love, love Joe Pavelski. Always been a fan. And their goaltending has been marvelous, too. So, oh, no. Have, stars have their cards lined up correctly. You know, there were some points throughout this season where, like, they would play really well, and then it would just, like, fall apart. And I was like, what is going on? You know, I'd start to feel really good about them, and then they'd just play, like, a really bad game. And I was like, God. But, you know, and then I, I, I don't exactly remember, but I think we just kind of barely got into the bubble. And so I was like, yeah, this will be cool that we'll get to play. But I, I never would have thought we would have got this far. So it's really cool to see. For sure. Especially I for, like, hockey in Dallas. You know, get to yeah. see that. That's the other thing I was going to say, too. That's one of my points I wrote down. But it's kind of crazy that it's two Southern teams that are in the finals for hockey. Like, who would have yeah, thought? That is nuts. Florida team and a Texas team. Yeah. It's wild. I know your dad's but, pissed off, Jorge, and so is Uncle Led because the Florida team that wins the Lightning, not the yeah, Panthers. We, we, they hate the Lightning. That is, that's all about that Panther love. <laughs> I will say, I I really wanted to see the Flyers and the Stars face off. but Oh, I was really hoping for that too, man. I was ah, – that would have been a really good series. Because I love the Flyers. I mean, I love the Stars because I'm a Dallas guy, but – the Flyers were the team that made me love hockey. So I will always, they will always, you know, be my team too. I love, I mean, I, it's, you know, when we, that was how actually we bonded for, at first. Like we talked about the Flyers in Philly, yeah. George. Yeah, that's right. One of the few that actually <clears throat> liked hockey. And we, it was good Flyers talk. Good Flyers talk for sure. Yeah. Then uh, you know we uh we watched that uh that game after Thanksgiving that one time a couple of years ago oh, up, yeah. in, up in Jersey, killed a twelve pack in Jersey. Thanks for taking me to that Burger King. You really hit the spot there. Yeah, you got you, <laughs> got you, a Philly King. Yeah, those Philly Kings hit the spot, huh, Jorge? I'm excited. Hey, going back into the Burger King after six months, you know it's been nice. Just watching my Bucks eating a two for five chicken sandwich with sideways Rico. It's refreshing. God, you sound like a recovering alcoholic there. Yeah, you know, going back to the Burger King for the first time in six months. <laughs> okay, you're so, speaking of fast food, uh, which, by the way, we actually didn't get Burger King that day. We went to Wawa because we're men of culture. And taste, I and, see. Uh, yeah, well, we ate Wawa, and then we – I got to say, I, this wasn't planned, but I, uh, I am in love with the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I know I'm a year late. But I just can't get over how good it is. It's delicious. I love the spicy, spicy one. Oh my god! I hate to sound like yeah, a tool, but I tried something new last night. I ate dinner with Dr. Wallace, and I tried cauliflower gasada. It was really good. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm going to eat that again. I'm not gonna lie to you. What? Cauliflower gasada, so, like carne gasada, but it was cauliflower instead, and it was like mashed up. It was like taco. Huh. Um, someplace in downtown. I didn't think I'd like it. I just wanted to try it because I've eaten oh, everything before, and he always it's a local. That yeah, is it where it was. Inside. Yeah, I thought that this... is. Yeah, it was. It was really. I've never eaten anything like that before. So I was like, "Huh, that was pretty good." I, I will say. So um, we've been trying to eat a little healthier around our house, and by we, I mean my wife wants to eat healthy. My wife. And I. Uh, wife. And I, nice. you know, I know I need to too, but I'm I'm trying to eat all the carbs in the house so we get rid of them and then we can really eat healthy. <laughs> um, 
So I've been eating like bread and pasta and brownies and all, you know, I'm not eating healthy at all, but I'm cooking healthier because she wants to, you know, actually eat healthy and more power to her. I just, I'm not a healthy person. Um, but like I made a cauliflower pizza the other day. So instead of crust, you do like, you know, egg and uh, some like, you know, riced up cauliflower and seasoning and everything. And I got to say it wasn't bad. Although when I, when I, you know, replace like vegetables where carbs are supposed to be, I just feel so hungry after I eat it. So then I eat more carbs. So it doesn't really work for me. Counterbalances, huh? Okay. Yeah. Gates, but, I mean, I mean Abby's found some really good recipes though. And so like we, like I made a low carb chili the other night. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. I put a, instead of, uh, so we did like ground beef and then I cut up some smoked sausage and threw it in there. And of course no beans, but, uh, like a low carb beer, some seasoning. It was great. It was really good. But you know, shout out to our soldier, Graham Reagan, who loves his push beans. Thank you for mentioning that, Eric. The moment whenever I think, passing on. Whenever, uh, whenever I think of eating beans out of the can, I think of Graham. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Or whenever I think of him just being the ultimate, like, chick repellent like him just showing up to games or parties with eating literally a loaf of bread with stinky lunch meat that's been sitting out all day and horseradish said hey what's up oh would literally no 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 no. i so when i went when i came down for homecoming last year i was hanging out with graham i was hanging out with you and graham like all day and then you left for whatever reason i don't remember what you had to do but me and graham were just hanging out by ourselves and he had a 40 with him that he was drinking out of a paper bag over by the well. And then he got some stinky roast beef and a random loaf of bread. It was like, hey, you want a sandwich? I was like, you know what, Graham? I will eat a sandwich with you. And it, you know, did you get sick? No, the meat was stinky, but it didn't taste bad. It was just like stinky lunch meat. What? He, that was his, he always go to HEB and get his, get his roast beef and his, his French bread. And his horseradish, uh, right? Yeah, horseradish. He, he did have horseradish, and I said, no, don't Lord Blaze horseradish. Yeah, that's one of the uh, whitest things about me. I love horseradish. Like the horsey sauce from Arby's? I know how much you, you love, love Arby's. Horsey sauce. No, I despise Arby's. I refuse to eat at Arby's. Come on, we all know you love your gyros from their coal. That's disgusting. I'm, I can't think of anything. I, I'd rather eat Allsup's burritos for lunch than a gyro from Arby's. There's nothing wrong with Allsup's burritos. Love awesome burritos, especially the green say, chili one. I will say, now that I'm older, I feel like my stomach just does not want to handle the food we used to eat. Yeah, like, or the things. We used yeah, to I'd be that way. Oh, I know. I yeah, I can't know drink Steel Reserve survive. anymore. Oh, oh same God. here. It's drink taking years off our life. Yeah, that was not a good idea. That's probably well, why none of us can trust a fart anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Because we've ruined our stomachs drinking that stuff in college. I pooped my pants on the way to student teach at UTA a couple of years ago after drinking 40s with Jorge throughout the night. And, uh, man, that was real bad. So that's why I don't trust farts anymore. Yeah. Now you, you got to be careful with your malt liquor. You remember that, Jorge? You came back from Philly and we stayed up and we drank 40s until about 3 in the morning. Yep. Yeah, that was, I a, that was a good you, uh, you texted me about it, Cole. So I def- Actually, no, you called me as it was happening, I think. Yeah, I stopped in the bathroom on the way to school because I couldn't go home. It was too close to school and threw away my underwear. 
I kind of cleaned myself with uh, towels in the restroom and then taught class that day without any underwear and maybe some skid marks. You know what? We all been there. Steel Reserve will do that to you for sure. Steel Reserve? That... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Those hollow farts for sure will get you, man. So ranked at, what do y'all, let's do a little segment where we uh, rank our top five uh, favorite fill in the blank. And I was thinking we should uh, revisit something we said to each other in private before, but I have this for the air. Rank that sandwiches. Oh. Ooh. That's a good one. That is a good one. Start us off, Cole. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong with a Reuben. That's number one for me. Like, the Reuben is... Oof. Oof. Um, number two, Philly cheesesteak. It's classic. It's hard to beat. It's hard to screw up, too. Number three, um, gonna go with an Italian hoagie. Cold cuts, you know, with the shredded lettuce with the uh, onions in it, you know, all, all gotta uh, be shredded good, together in the cold tomatoes. And like, I don't authentic even... deli meat, though. You can't have stuff yeah. that, like, yeah, Oscar Mayer nonsense. I don't even like mayo, but I, I prefer mustard on sandwiches, but I don't mind mayo on an Italian sub. It's pretty good. Um, and then number four, I like tortas a lot, like barbacoa tortas. Those are really good, especially with the avocado on it. The bread's awesome. Um, and number five, we just go with a um, classic, um, let's go with a classic brisket slash pastrami sandwich, as they're both technically the same kind of meat. I was hoping you were going to say that. Number one on no, my but, list is a pastrami. Pastrami's good. Yeah. Number two, I'm definitely going, like you said, an Italian hoagie. You really can't beat that. That's really good. They're cheap, too, comparatively. Yeah, but, you know, I, I will say, sandwiches up in the Northeast are just better. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are. Much better. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'll i go to Subway, and I'll eat a sub, and it's good. But it's not a hoagie. Yeah. Like, I've had better sandwiches at a Wawa than I have at, like, a... I know this is this is going to sound crazy coming from me, but I've had better sandwiches at a Wawa than a Jason's Deli, okay? Wow. <laughs> And you know I me. I love my Jason's Wawa's Deli. Wawa's great, man. I love Wawa. High-class eating up there. Number three Dude. on my list, I'm going to go with the, a chicken parm hoagie. Oh! I oh, about that. Dang. Specifically, oh, specifically Dang you, actually, you know what? I, that one may be number one on my list. And that actually that is because that is when I, the first time I get into a Wawa, no matter where I am, I'm going and I'm getting a chicken parm hoagie. And I'm getting a Yangling beer, and that's my first meal in New Jersey almost every single time. Yes. Well, that it sounds is like so an upscale good. version of the Euro 40 combo I would get at USA Grocery Grill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just that good. So, okay, revising my list. Chicken parm hoagie, then a pastrami. But like a good pastrami, not like a, not like a bad one. It has to be good. It has to be authentic. Uh, then the regular Italian hoagie. Cole, you're going to like this one. Number four, I'm going to Dirty Sanchez from uh, Hoagie Haven in Princeton, New Jersey. Shout out to my New Jersey oh! boys. Those are great. The fat lady's good, too. Yeah, do you know what that is, George? Uh, so people that don't know what this is. So this place is classic college sandwich shop. It's one of those places that's open, like, all night. It's awesome. I used to go there at, like, 3 in the morning and get hoagies. And, Takeout uh, only, right? 
like there's a few places to eat there, but like it's really small, they have right? Bench, they, have, they have benches outside. <laughs> they don't have any seating inside. So you walk in, this is a little place. Like actually the room I'm in, the spare room at my house is about the same size as the lobby area. But you got the counter and you've got refrigerators on all sides and an ATM because they don't take cards, only cash. Nice, classic. Classic, classic Northeast, you know, institution. And uh, so the Sanchez is, uh, it's French fries, chicken strips, mozzarella sticks, provolone cheese, and they've got this sauce. It's like a creamy buffalo sauce. They call it Sanchez sauce. And so they put it on there. And so if you want it, you know, dirty, you say, I want an extra dirty Sanchez, which is just really funny anyway. Um, but it's really good. And the fat lady is like the same thing. But instead of chicken strips and fries, it's a cheesesteak with the provolone and the mozzarella sticks and the Sanchez sauce. It's incredible. So it's, it's good number four. Yeah. Um, and then number five, cheese, Philly cheesesteak. Hard and, to beat. Um, Hard to beat. How about you, again, little Georgie? But again, like with the pastrami, it's got to be an authentic one. I mean, even the ones that are from like down here, they're not bad, but like. If it's going to be number five on my list, it's got to be like an authentic, you go to like a little pizzeria or like a sandwich shop up there. Sure. I think number one, got to go with a classic Italian hoagie. So those are the best ones, Italian hoagie. Um, I think for number two, definitely a Philly cheesesteak. Definitely a Philly cheesesteak. Number three, um, that's, I think I'm going to go with a Reuben for sure. Number four, I'm gonna have go with the chicken parm hoagie, also fantastic. And number mm. five, I'm probably gonna go with a torta, a regular milanesa torta. Milanesa is really good. It really is. Man, now Wawa. Yeah, Wawa. Wawa is great. I'm really hungry now. Yeah, no, me, me too. too. The good thing our, our games are about to start, so that's great. Yeah, what a first, what a first uh, podcast, here, gentlemen. I think we had some good stuff. I think we had yeah, a great I time, think, y'all. Yeah, I think this is good. Um, I hope everyone that's listening did not get bored, and I hope they enjoyed it. But uh, until next time, this has been the Intramural Champs with uh, Cole, Eric, and George. Anyone else got anything else to say? Uh, go Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys. Eagles. <laughs>